0: Welcome to the table, a weekly podcast where we discuss biblical principles and learn how to apply them to our everyday lives. In 2021, Pastor Don Castleberry will lead us on a journey through the Bible in chronological order and share with us insights that are sure to grow our faith. So relax, grab a seat, and thanks for joining us for this episode at the table.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the table. Hey, with us today we have the amazing PJ. Pastor John, what's going on?
0: Oh boy, good to be back again here at the table. There's no coffee on it. It's going to be a good day.
1: No coffee on the table? (laughs) No coffee on my Bible?
0: On the cell phone? Uh, That's right,
1: man. Hey, so (laughs) uh, as we do, uh, we've got a lot to cover this week. We're going to be looking at Deuteronomy. Come on, dude. The Dudes. Case of the Dudes. Dude, it's basically just God (laughs) repeating himself again. And somebody asked me, they said, why do you think that God repeats himself so much? And I said, well, it wasn't God. It was Moses. And he stuttered, stuttered, stuttered.
0: (laughs) Wow. That
1: was a horrible joke. That was a good one, man. Hey, uh, all right. So we're going to start with a little debate. All right. You're going to love this. I don't
0: even know what's coming here.
1: You don't, but you're going to love this. Uh Top five bands of all time.
0: Oh, my goodness. And I
1: know, before you even say it, I know one of your top five is Nickelback.
0: (laughs) He is going for the knockout. He is, wow, he is ruffling some feathers.
1: No, what's your top five bands of all time?
0: Oh, top talent Talent-wise. Okay. Can, top five. That is a lot of.
1: You're like Michael W. Smith.
0: Uh, No. (laughs) Um, I would say,
1: all right, let, here, here, I'll give you a, yeah, I know. you
0: you'll go you go first.
1: Ready? You ready for this?
0: I already know what's your favorite. Leonard Skinner. No.
1: Creed. No, I'm no.
0: just, I'm just messing with you, man. Uh,
1: top five of all time. Dude, I don't know. Uh, l- let's look at this top guitar player of all time. You play guitar. Yes. All right, so who's the best guitar player of all time? You can't say yourself.
0: <laughs> well, well, then I guess I'll, I'll remove that from the list. <laughs> little, little,
1: little humble pie.
0: Yeah. Um, I don't know if he's the best, but he's my favorite. And I think of him as the best. And I would think he is gone, but Stevie Ray Vaughan.
1: Stevie Ray Vaughan. Yep. Center. I know. Dude, there's so, there's so many that's out there, man, that, that could be debated. Like, oh, yeah. who, who is the best? It, it's probably just preference. Yeah,
0: it's, um, it's more like preference.
1: So wh- why do you think he is your favorite of all time?
0: Oh man, the faces he makes when he plays guitar. <laughs> so it's the faces. <laughs> it's kidding. the faces. Totally just I like the blues. Dude, we should
1: we should do that. Like as we're preaching, we should have preacher faces. Preacher faces. Come on, man.
0: Yeah, yeah. You would be pointing. <laughs> you would always be pointing. That's right.
1: That's right. Come on, Jesus.
0: <laughs> but uh, yeah, Stevie Ray Vaughan. He just got the blues. He just got the feel. He just like you. You you turn on the music and you just want to get yourself some ribs, some barbecue sauce, and cornbread and just begin to eat.
1: Well, that's what you want to do. That's what I want to do. <laughs> I don't even know who Stevie Ray Vaughan is.
0: Yeah, you do. No, I'm just messing oh, with you. <laughs> wow. I'm
1: just messing with you. Hey, so I did find out something really interesting about you. I found out you have a love for Panera.
0: I knew you were going to go there. <laughs> oh, Panera! If you're listening to this, stop making food. Stop. I am done paying fifteen dollars for appro- a ham. We do sandwich. not
1: approve this message. Your soup is awesome, Panera. So hey, all right, let's dive into this, man. So this week we see uh, in the book of Deuteronomy, it's a lot about the law, it's a lot about holiness, it's kind of reminding in the second time around, um, what's some things, man, that you really look through uh, the last week of reading, and you say, man, that really spoke to my heart, or this is something that I pull away from this?
0: Well, we kind of end almost to where the new beginning starts. We, wow, that was deep. I know, right? Wow, that was so <laughs> that was so smart-sounding. But we ended where the, the New Beginning would be starting. They would be going to the promised land eventually here. But they, they right before they went into the New Beginning, they went back to where they came from. And uh, they began to review all of the things that God has done. Has God has taken them from. But they begin to review all of the things that God has told them to keep, to still be doing. Uh, and they begin, I call it, they begin to, eat. Moses began to start dropping the dutes, the deuteronomia. The
1: dutes. <laughs> the dude, the
0: he was like, do this, do this, do this. <laughs> that was, that was well, well, done. Joke. well done. But he began to reflect, and he began to go back.
1: We need to get you a T-shirt that says "Drop the Dudes."
0: Drop the dudes. <laughs> Remember what God has said, uh, but you know, now we're hearing it. We're reading this, and this is a a past, like they're they're reflecting on it as we're reflecting on it. So they're looking back where before we were reading it as it was being laid out, and now they're now we're reading it from a point to where it's already been done. It's already been lived, and it's already been written. Now we're going back, and now they are. Being told again, so it 's a whole different perspective um, of these of reasons why uh, um, for the laws and all of the regulations that they had to follow why do
1: you why do you think that God repeats itself so much
0: because <laughs> we ain't listening
1: because <laughs> we ain't listening that's right dude. <laughs> a, l-
0: a lot of times we were listening to our emotions, I think our emotions our feelings were you know pride arrogance there's so many things that are working yeah. against us since we were born that you know, God is is patient enough to, all right, let's, let's sit down, let's have the talk again. No, you ain't supposed to be telling your mama jokes. Yeah. No, you're not supposed to be talking like that. You're not supposed to be t- uh, uh, talking bad to your parents.
1: That's good, Why dude. Not? So whenever you look back that uh, he's repeating himself, um, I, I, there's a lot of things that I take away from that. Um, it's kind of interesting that, deuteronomy starts with d-u-e-t which is a duet (laughs) too it's not a solo book uh but it's interesting to me though that uh god repeats Himself there because uh, so many times we we miss the the deep things that god was trying to share and sometimes even the simple things that god wanted to share with us the first time but what i love is the grace and mercy of god that if you don't get it right the first time he allows you to come back to it and you know, when we stand before him, there's going to be no, absolutely no excuse because he's going to say, man, I've written everything down for you. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is the benefit we have. We're reading the Bible uh, in uh, complete canonization where these people was living the Bible. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah, they they were living with consequences like right in the moment where yep. they're like, don't do that again.
1: <laughs> well, it's, it's kind of interesting, dude, because like you think of like COVID for the last year and we've been through this now exactly a year. Mm-hmm. Uh, this last week and these people man they didn't have the grace that we have like
0: yeah they didn't have a facebook timeline that could remind you a year ago, right
1: man <laughs> and they didn't have like uh the abilities and the technology that we have that's made even the last year as tough as it's been made it somewhat easier uh these people man it was seemed like you mess up you die <laughs>
0: yeah yeah it was literally everything was on the line all the time. Literally. But I would say that they were blessed. Oh, yeah. You know why? Because they lived in a time where they didn't have to waste their money on Panera.
1: Whatever. That bread
0: was free. <laughs> oh, whatever. <laughs> you, you,
1: you need the Lord, man. Hey, uh, see, on a serious note, man, uh, something that I really pulled out of this was uh, I and mean, you was talking before we went live. You you talked about how these people are being reminded of what uh, they had went through. Um, we can relate this, I think, in our own lives. There's times where God takes us back to remind us of what he's brought us through, you mm-hmm. know, yeah. because that's what empowers us for what he's bringing us to. And so many times I think we're in such a hurry for the next thing that we sometimes fail to forget what God has done already in our lives as believers. Yeah. You know, and if he does nothing else, uh, he deserves all the praise and glory uh, today because of what he's brought us through. Uh, how, how can you relate, man, to maybe something where God's just set you on pause and said, hey, I just want to, you to reflect on something uh, where I've brought you from or something I've brought you through, and that's really spoken to you.
0: Yeah, I mean, sometimes there's almost like this uh, glass ceiling that I ha- I feel like I have, I don't know about you guys that are listening, that you have on your life or you feel like you get to a certain point and you just begin to hit it and you get frustrated and you're like, "There's, ah, am I ever going to break this? Am I ever going to move past this? Is this going to be my eternity? Is this going to be what I look at for the rest of my life? Will I never rise to this occasion God is calling me to rise to? And... A lot of times, you know, God just, he, he like, he just brings me back to when I was, you know, I was 16 years old. I was on my face by myself in a, in a so sanctuary. So you, you
1: still look like you're 16. How long ago was
0: that? <laughs> oh my God. That's messed up. 13 years ago. Thank you.
1: Did you've aged well.
0: I know. I know. I'm looking good. But I, I, uh, I, he reminds me of when I was like on my face, just like laying on my face before him but feeling for the first time ever love to the moment when I first touched experienced felt accepted that I belonged that I was loved and I was saved like I was no longer in in darkness I was like it was a then it was like you you haven't drank water for a week and you got yeah. that first cup of water. Or like you're being held, your head is being held in water and you just need that breath of air. That first time you've ever experienced love. And i he took me back to that moment where I never knew what love was. And all of a sudden within a, a, a moment of me opening myself up, I experienced love. And I experienced his love. And today that gives me... I could just think about that time and I just like, God, help. I want to remember what it was like when that moment, when I first found your love, let me not grow tired of, you know, like they did of bread let me yeah. not grow tired of the, the, the provision
1: the, that they were given.
0: Yeah. Let me not, let me not grow tired of this God. And I just go back and I sometimes I just meditate on the first time like God said he loved me. And honestly, I was way more disgusting then than I am today. I was way more messed up. And I continue to be more messed up after that day. Yeah. And, and that love that I felt, I didn't earn it. I didn't deserve it. And all I did was lay there. And then all I did was accept it. And he, all he did was lavish his love upon me. And that gives me so much encouragement for where I'm going. That even though I'm, I feel like I'm hitting this glass wall in my life or Uh, or in certain certain circumstances in my life, I know that all I got to do is sit there and God is lavishing his love on me. And I just like to meditate on that.
1: Yeah, man. Like I I was thinking like, so we grew up really poor and there's a lot of times where I I love to get up before everybody else in the house and I'll be sitting in the living room just reflecting on how blessed I am to have a home and a a beautiful family. And it's like, we've come a long way. Uh, uh, since, you know, going on family vacations and fitting 10 people in a Chevy celebrity. Come on, man. It yeah. can be done. Uh, or
0: or uh, uh, finally eating cereal with milk for the first time. That's right. And not water. Well, dude, yeah, or powdered milk, right? Yes, yes. Um, and, but
1: I was thinking like, you know, there's so often where God will hit pause on my life and he's just like, I, I just want to show you something. And it's the little things that we overlook where God's like, often the things we spend our time complaining about are the blessings that we prayed about. Mm -hmm. We we was like, Lord, I'd really like to have this or do this. And then it happens, and then we see the obstacle more than the opportunity. We complain more about uh, the opposition that came with the blessing than we do rejoicing over the blessing. And you see this, you know, I I mean, even in culture today, um, there's so many things that we debate and it's really not our opinion if we go back to the Word of God, Mm-mm. you know so i was nope. I was sharing with you like so one of the things we debate on is capital punishment, and mm-hmm. uh he answers that in the the text that we read this week, uh, he, and if I'm not going to give you opinion on that, if you want to know what the answer is, just go read the book of deuteronomy uh, <laughs> but but he tells you uh. This is this is the law. This is what I say to do. But in all of it, one thing I love, he said to over the people, he says, if you accidentally kill someone. And wording is very important. Uh he didn't say murder, he said kill. Um because you can't accidentally murder somebody, right? Like <laughs> yeah. uh but you can't accidentally kill someone. And yeah, so the that it, the illustration he gave was if you're chopping wood and your axe head flies off, And it hits your buddy and your buddy dies. You're to go to the city of refuge. And I thought about that. So even in our accidents, when we mess up, God's already made provision. He's already made a safe place, Place. which is encouraging to me as a believer to know, man, I got to strive for excellence, but not perfection. Yeah. You know, I don't have to be all together when I come to the Lord. And it's okay if I mess up on the journey. Yeah. Now it's not saying we seek to mess up. No, no. But, but if we mess up, God will cover us. He gives us an opportunity of safety and a safe place. Uh, and I also saw in uh, the reading this week, you know, was God never waste your pain, uh, no matter mm-hmm. what you're going through, man.
0: That is true. He
1: he he will use that and grow something in you, just as he did his people. You know, he he tells them quit looking at the world around you. And desiring to be like everyone around you. What you've been through, allow that to uh, guide you and be a guide for you where you're going. And often the pain, at least I've experienced this, in my own life that I've went through and that's been uncomfortable in the season it's in, has been a blessing later down the road because someone else comes into my life that's going through the same or similar situation that I can guide them. And then something else we see a lot this week is he speaks a lot on idolatry. So talk to us about idolatry for a few minutes and some things that you pulled out of
0: that. Yeah, it is idolatry. It's not good things or bad things. It's both. Right. It's not and or or. It's both. It's and it's not
1: always a, a little statue. No. Like we like to think.
0: No. It's, you know, it's not even on your knees bowing to it. But it could be um before you make a decision does your whatever you want does it have to be a part of your decisions when you make decisions doesn't you need to make sure that there's space and time for that and if there isn't then you're not okay with it um there's there's a, a specific uh you can have a tendency to protect tendency to obsess to talk it would tell it'll take your vocabulary It'll sound like, you know, if you're, you know, if you are a sports fan is the only thing on your, on your, on your tongue when you're speaking to anyone, is it always sports or, you know, you just got to be careful. It's not that sports are evil or sports are bad, but if they take priority in your language, your thought process, you know, what you dwell on, what you meditate on, how you disciple people around you is in your football team or on your basketball teams or whatever it is, you want to make sure that. You're not missing the reason why we're here. Yeah.
1: You're not missing your job,
0: your job, your family. Uh, you know, your disciple, uh, your discipling people in Christ. Does any would anyone even know that you worship Jesus? Because
1: yeah, yeah what makes you stand out?
0: Yeah, what it, makes you stand out? And one of the things
1: that I see in that is so in in the church world. There's pr- predominantly two doctrines. There's the the prosperity doctrine, right?
0: Mm-hmm. Claim it, brother. Name it, right? claim it, brother. Right? it's yours. Uh, and
1: then there's also the poverty doctrine, mm-hmm. right, which yep. says like you can't follow God and have anything nice because yep. give it all away. Give yeah. it all away. Yep. Uh, and, and I would Money's say this. The root of all evil. Yeah, I would I would say <laughs> right? both both are incorrect because yep. in the middle is the kingdom doctrine, which is very rarely talked about. But God doesn't mind us having stuff; He minds when stuff has us, yeah, you know and and so I would say how we know when something has become an idol in our life, and this could be anything I'll share a personal story in just a minute, but um it can be anything, man. I think how you know if something has you and you don't have it is time and talents, and by talents, I mean finances money, it's the tangible things, and so is it something that? Is consuming so much of your time uh, that it's more time than what you're giving Christ. And uh, is it consuming so much of your resources that you can't do the things that God's called you to go and do? And I think those are two great gauges. Um, So I remember, man, when I was in Bible college, just a a great example of this. Um, I was in Bible college, and I was in Springfield, Missouri the home of Bass Pro, and uh <laughs> it was dangerous mm-hmm. for me, right? You put a redneck in Bible College next to Bass Pro.
0: Oh, my goodness.
1: That was a scary...
0: uh I'm just going there to study, Pastor. <laughs> yeah, that, that was a,
1: a scary equation. Yeah. I, I remember, man, I got into fishing so much, and I was spending so much money at Bass Pro that it was like a tithe out of my check. I would set a s- certain amount aside whether I could afford it or not, because I didn't know then what I know now. I didn't Mm -hmm. even know who Dave Ramsey was. Uh, And I remember, I mean, I was setting an allotted amount uh, aside for fishing, and it was at the taxation of my family. And we had just had our daughter, and she was just a few months old. And I was on a lake with some of my friends. Uh, We were uh, having a, a friendly tournament, and my wife called me. And she was like, hey, where are you at? And I was like, I'm at the lake with my buddies. And she's like, who's there? And so I began to tell her. And she said, wow, are any of them married? And I said, actually, none of them are. And she said, do you want to be married when you get home?
0: Mm-hmm. And I
1: was like, yeah. She's like, then I, I suggest you come home. And it wasn't her dominating, but my priorities was out of whack. I had begun to worship yeah. this hobby uh, and God on the way home. And he just got a hold of my heart. And he was like you need to lay this down and I laid it down dude for 2 years uh because he was refocusing me on what was important and now God had no problem with uh me fishing he had a problem when fishing had me and uh yeah. and it was stealing my focus it was stealing all of my time it was stealing my resources and And so it can be something as simple as that. You see this in other people's lives where they become workaholics, right? Yeah. And their job is their identity. Yep. And,
0: uh... Yeah, we're not put on this earth to work a job.
1: Yeah, man, it can be... We're not. (laughs) It can be so, (laughs) so many things. I I remember I was listening to a podcast one day, and it was uh, a guy I like to listen to, uh, Dr. Tony Evans. And he was telling a story that uh, he loved to maintain and uh, and uh, take care of his lawn. And so much to the fact that he didn't want his kids playing in the yard. And one day his kids was playing in the yard, the side yard, and he was standing at the kitchen and he he saw them out there and he was like, told his wife, he's like, they're going to tear the grass up. And so he stormed out the door to correct his kids for playing on the lawn. And she lifted the window, and she yelled out the window, Tony, I thought we was raising kids, not grass. Oh, dude. I was like, dude. Woo. And uh, what she was saying was, Man. you know, you begin to make this an idol in your life. It's more important than what's important. And uh, and so you see that even with the Israelites. Have you ever had that happen in your your life where something that God gave you that was a blessing, you begin to take advantage of the blessing? And it became an idol. And then what would you say to someone maybe that's listening um, and, and they find themselves battling that, that you've learned from that experience?
0: Um, I've already shared this on one of your prior podcasts. I know I've talked about this. Then
1: you can't share it again.
0: I know. <laughs> no, I'm, I I'm, all, I'm all out of knowledge. You've squeezed me, squeezed me dry. But <clears throat> I'll say it again because it's a truth that I'll take with me to my grave is um, whenever I gave my... I talked about whenever I was laying down there and I felt the love of Christ and God was also showing me I would be a... I'd preach the word, but I'd also play guitar. And um, I was not a guitar player by any means. I was not. I was... No one in my family is musically talented. No one's gifted in it. Um, that We can just turn on the radio. That's about it. Um, And I went, you know, I went home from the camp where I got saved. And uh, that's when... Someone said, hey, give you this guitar. God said for me to buy you a guitar. So they took me to the guitar store. We bought a guitar. I started playing. I got pretty decent at it. I was able to play. But I loved it. I loved being able to worship God. And I tell you what, it was, I could just go in for hours and and just play. And I don't care who sees me. It was never about that. But I enjoyed uh, worshiping. But all of a sudden, I thought, you know, I would... I was uh, making uh, music, and I was making, uh, you know, worship albums, and and I I wrote, I would say I wrote probably 80% of this album, and I'm about to go up there and record, about to record this album, and my uh, pastor at the time, he said, I've just been seeing just a lot of just pride in you, that you think that, you know, you're the center of what we're doing here, and uh, I'm going to ask you just to step back. You're not kicked off the team, but you just need to take a season of just sitting back. So that right there, that that punched me in the gut. But I also was there helping them. I had to be on set. So while they're recording the album, which I wrote most of it, I was helping another guitar player learn the guitar riff that I can do. And actually would have been like, taken less time if I would have just done it. So I was internally struggling with this pride monster inside of me. And he says, I want you to be behind the scenes and I want you to work the slides for the music. And I did that. And in that moment, I, f- I started learning that my worship time, just just on a PowerPoint, just pressing next. My worship increased because I was no longer having the worship team serve me. I was serving the worship team and I was serving Christ. and I was worshiping with God. And pretty soon, I didn't care about who was... Uh, you know, when I came back into the mix, I could care less about my gear, about how expensive my gear is, about the way I sounded, how loud I was, how quiet I was, um, where I was placed on the stage. I could, it, it was irrelevant to me. My playing time was irrelevant to me because for me, worshiping, playing the guitar was just about what it was. It was just worship, telling God and showing God my heart and how much I love him. So that right there, that was a six year period of learning. So, uh, I would say to those that are are dealing with maybe a a talent or or something that has your heart, remember that we are not put on this earth to serve the earth. We're not we're not here to worship to the earth. We're yeah. not here to worship things on this planet. That's good. We're here to bring God's kingdom to this planet. We're not here to work a nine to five. We're not here to. Like, hey, you know, you're going to come here and you're just going to do this. No, God, God is says, no, you're you're going to establish my kingdom from heaven on earth. And we need to not think that we are just what we do. Uh, we are who God says we are first. Yeah. And everything else will come from that. Um, and because when it all comes down, when it all boils down, at the end of the day, it's God that's going to be there. And and he's going to be uh, at the end of your life. And let's not uh, spend our life thinking that we are growing these magnificent gardens uh, with Christ. Yeah. But really, we're just building our own garden. And we're just building our own kingdom.
1: Yeah, you're building your own kingdom. And this is the thing that these people uh, suffered from, you know. Uh, It's what I call the enough is never enough syndrome. Oh, yeah.
0: Bigger, God, better.
1: Yeah, God provides for them manna, not enough. Not enough. He provides for them quail, not, not enough. enough. And, and I love the line he says, you know, basically, you're going to eat quail until it comes out your nose. Uh, mm-hmm. And so sometimes he gives you what you ask for and you realize once you get it, it's not really what you wanted. And so it's like, it's, it's like be careful what you ask for. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when you get caught in the cycle of that, uh, it just leads into other areas of life. You know, Mm -hmm. enough will never be enough. Mm -hmm. Uh, um, Enough money will never be enough money. Enough relationships will never be enough relationships. Enough uh, promotion on the job will never be enough promotion on the job. Because your identity is in the wrong thing. And something you said, you said we're called to to bring his kingdom to earth. His kingdom's here. We're called to to. expand that thing, right? Which tells us this. And this is what he was trying to get his people to see was... It's not about you building your own kingdom. It's about you taking the resources that he trusts to you and expanding those resources, exhausting those. And one of the things that I think I see with this is anything you turn into an idol, you'll eventually lose. I love the way that Andy Stanley says it. He says, yeah. uh, whenever you're, any that. power you're fighting to keep, you've already lost. Yeah. And so resources is the same way. T- time, treasures, talents, it's all the same way. Uh, I think when you abuse it, you lose it. And mm-hmm. we we see this in the Word. This is uh, We'll read this later in the New Testament, but he says, to whom uh, much is given, much is required. And he says, he who can be trusted with little will be in charge of much. And so, so many times I think we want what the next guy has, but we don't want to go through what the next guy went to get that. Yep. And so, so those are some things uh, that I take away. And so, you know, I would say... Um, just be careful uh, what you're doing with the things that God puts in your life and around you. Um, hey, before we leave, serious question. Uh, the table today, N- serious question.
0: Oh, I don't think so. Yes, serious okay, question. Okay, all right.
1: What does the word panera originally mean? Um, Do you it, even know?
0: It means overpriced. No, 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 no. As fifteen dollar ham sandwich. <laughs> That's not you know, what right.
1: it means. It means bread basket, right? Those are biblical words, brother. Oh, yeah, whatever. That's yeah,
0: that's the that's... Pl- that's the
1: place of the Lord.
0: No, I don't I don't think so. <laughs> hey. His burden is light, not $15. <laughs> but the carbs are heavy. <laughs> hey, could you uh
1: do us a solid today and pray us out, maybe for somebody that is struggling and they're saying, you know, I just noticed there's, you know, as I've read this in uh in Deuteronomy or you guys have been talking today, uh, I've noticed that I need to rethink about some of my priorities and where I've placed them, and put Christ back as front and center of my life. Can you do that?
0: Yeah. Spoil alert, guys. We are in dudes, and dudes are looking back on everything God has done. So the spoiler alert here is they are about to go into a new season of their life. They are they're going to be walking to a place that they've they've always been told they would go to. So the doors of Panera. The nah no they're they're about to walk into the promised land they're yeah, the ble- they're about the to blessing the blessing they're about to get what God has said, so this just realizing there's idols or or realizing whatever the holy spirit is is uh bringing to your attention right now it's not out of condemnation. they are have you ever made a decision or you've made decisions badly, and then you look back and you're like, oh, "I'll never do that again." That's basically what's happening is God's saying, hey, these were the decisions that were done. Let's not do those again when we go to our new place.
1: Yeah. oh, that's So good, dude. it's
0: just a reminder. It's guys. It's not God is uh, is canceling you. He's not taking you out. He's not saying, oh, you've done so wrong. You've fallen so far away. No, no, no. He is just merely saying like, hey, where we're going. Let's just not keep doing that.
1: And you can't do it your way.
0: And you can't do it, yeah. It's like you can't do it your way. The laws matter. We have to. Uh, let's stay. Let's stay righteous. Let's stay following Christ. Um, let's get continually press to become more like Christ. Uh, but guys, it is not over. It is not too late. You have not missed the mark. Uh, you made an idol out of something. Don't worry, America has to. It's called American Idol. And like, <laughs> <laughs> you, there, there are so and many. And this is your voice. Oh man, that's horrible. <laughs> but you know, like that, you're not the only one. You are not the only person. Um, plenty of people struggle with this. You're not alone. We, both of us around the table, we have said we've struggled with this. We struggle with this, or maybe we will yeah. one day again. But um, we know that we, as as we continue to follow Christ, that He would guide us and lead us. Um towards the the narrow road that yeah. that we uh, that goes to the kingdom of God, but yeah guys don 't worry about it don 't worry about it, but get let 's just get our hearts right let 's not make keep on making the same mistakes let 's repent and let 's just start to prioritize what God says to prioritize in our life
1: that 's good you want to press out yeah, or can you do
0: that father, thank you so much for today. I thank you for every single person around this country, around this world that listens to this podcast. I thank you God no matter uh, what season they find themselves in, what uh mountain, what um valley, God, whatever thing that they they are uh, afraid of God or they feel like they can not, never leave that they the idol that they think they bow down to every single day, God. God, we we are we are talking to them. God, and we are identifying God that there are people listening, Lord that have had or have this idol or have had this idol god i thank you you say your word you did not come to condemn but you came to save god you did not come to to break them you did not come to beat them up you did not come to spit them out god but you came god to give them life and life more abundantly lord so we thank you god that as we make you our cornerstone that we make you and we make you the center of our thoughts of our heart of our emotions god of our wills of our daily lives lord I thank you, God, that just like Israel, that they were about to the Israelites were about to go walk into the promised Land, God, I thank you that from this podcast that we would go walk into the promised Land that you have promised to us, God, that we would walk in the blessing that you have paid for, that you have restored to us, Lord. so I thank you, God, that you love and that you cherish every single person, no matter how far they've come or no matter how close they are, God, that you are always there, Lord. Thank you right now in Jesus' name, amen.
1: Amen. Hey, thanks, man, for uh, joining us at the table again today.
0: Woo, woo. Man, it's been a great time, and I'm uh, sorry that you had, <laughs> we had to talk about Panera.
1: No way, man. It's the breadbasket of the Lord. And until next time, we will see you right back here at the table. Well, hey, like we said, that's all the time we've got today on the table. If you have been blessed by this episode, would you please hit the subscribe button and share with a friend? And until next time, we'll see you right back here at the table.